Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. It's worse than anyone thought. That's a really good quote attributed to Congressman Greg Pence. Right here in Indiana, talking about the speaker vote. Jim Jordan loses on that first ballot. There'll be another vote today. They thought he'd lose five or six. He lost 20. Everybody wants to prove uh, what? That they're not going to get bullied. That's what Representative Sparts is saying. After undermining Steve and appearing to make some kind of deal with Jim, Kevin forced the conference to adjourn, announced that Jim Jordan was going to be our speaker next week. Unfortunately, Jim did not object to Kevin, as also on a few other occasions, as the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. I would like to remind Jim that Republicans are not sheep and will refuse to support him if he will try to use the same McCarthy intimidation techniques on members on the floor, even if I have to run again so McCarthy and his friends have a chance to primary me. I I have no idea what Victoria Sparks is doing right now. I have not reached out to her about this, but this is the second time she has teased that she might get back into the ring. This is the second time that she has done this. I don't know what she's going to do. I don't know what her plan is. And you have not even met Max Engling, who I will have uh, on the show, as I'll have uh, candidates from the 5th District on the show. A little different for me, but uh, this is maybe... uh, the, the, the time, especially when we, I'll be doing it on the governor's race, on the 5th district race. He is a guy who went to IUPUI. He uh, was an aide to Kevin McCarthy when he was speaker. And he has decided to put his hat in the ring and run. It's a young dude. It's an impressive cat. I don't know how he's going to do in the fundraising against, let's say, Chuck Goodridge in the Indiana 5th. Who's got the money? He's got the you know the, the, that that business, but it's 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 fascinating. And now Victoria Sparks maybe maybe jumping back in. The whole thing is beyond nutty. Maybe more nutty is that we don't have a speaker. I don't know if we'll have one today either. This thing is embarrassing until it stops. This thing is a problem until it stops. I don't know about its long-term issues. I think the Democratic Party wanting to run on it, their issue is their party is lousy with Jew-hating bigots. Right here in Indiana and across the country, and uh, the Jew-hate is ramping up. And you can see that in the vandalism. I'll get to that story. But not having a speaker is ridiculous. 
And for everybody who's like, we had to get rid of McCarthy, no plan. No plan. And this is what you get. You could have waited two weeks. You could have waited. You could have had a plan. But nope. You allowed yourselves to be emotional little children. So here we are. I'm not saying you couldn't have removed them. I'm saying you didn't have a plan, and you should be excoriated for it. Stop telling me that Matt Gates is this good guy. You're full of crap. Matt Gates is an emotional fool who allowed his emotions to infect other emotions, other people's emotions, like Nancy Mace, another fool, and here we are. Maybe, uh, maybe Jordan will get elected today, and if so, well, we'll have a speaker, and that'll be that. And then we can get on to some pretty serious issues. But appropriations bills first. That's what this is all about. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. President Biden is in Israel meeting with Benjamin Netanyahu. But this in the backdrop of a hospital in Gaza that got bombed, and as is reported, though I don't know if it's yet factual, 500 people are dead. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. The story of this hospital matters because after this hospital was bombed, King Abdullah of Jordan and Mahmoud Abbas of uh, of the Palestinian Authority, himself a, a terrorist, and then the Egyptian president, they all canceled their meeting with President Biden. Uh, the uh, president of uh, Egypt is uh, El Sisi, S-I-S-I. And they all canceled the meeting. Well, Israel bombed a hospital. Israel did not bomb a hospital. And anybody who had waited just five minutes to get news reporting would have seen that this isn't the case. The IDF has come out in numerous instances. We can track the missile. We can track the rocket. We know it was fired during a barrage of of rockets that were sent out from Hamas into Israel. Remember, Hamas is still attacking Israel daily. No one reports it. They only report the, oh, the Israelis and all the occupation and all they're shutting off the water. The press is very involved in a one-sided argument. As a matter of fact, this was MSNBC last night, I believe it was. We should be really clear. NBC News is not able to get into Gaza right now. The Israeli border is sealed. The Egyptian border is sealed. Our teams are not able to get there and to verify this directly. We should also say that the Israeli military at this point is not providing any evidence to back up its claims that this was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. They are citing intelligence that they have not yet made public. We should also say that this kind of death toll is not what you normally associate with Palestinian rockets. These rockets are dangerous. They are deadly. They do not tend to kill hundreds of people in a single strike in the way 
that Israeli high explosives, especially these bunker buster bombs that are used to target these Hamas tunnels under Gaza City, do have the potential to kill hundreds of people. And we should say finally that there are instances in the past where the Israeli military has said things in the immediate aftermath of an incident that have turned out not to be true in the long run. And the one example I'll give you is that when the Al Jazeera journalist Shireen Abu Akleh was killed in the occupied West Bank, the Israeli military initially said that she was killed by Palestinian gunmen, and it was only months and months later that they admitted that it was likely an Israeli soldier who fired the fatal shot. They don't have a single ounce of proof that this came from the Israelis, but there you have your journalist, journalist, who wants to show you, see, this is kind of proof that the Israelis did it. And only the Israelis would come out and say, you know what, that was us, that was a mistake on our part. You'll never hear that from Gaza because they don't care who they kill. However, sadly for MSNBC, they're not waiting for any actual reporting. IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, in two uh, separate conversations, first in an actual press conference. I can confirm that an analysis of the IDF operational systems indicates that a barrage of rockets was fired by terrorists in Gaza passing in close proximity to the Al-Hali Al-Mahdi hospital in Gaza at the time it was hit. Intelligence from few sources that we have in our hands indicates that the Islamic Jihad is responsible for the failed rocket launch which hit the hospital in Gaza. That's an IDF spokesperson. This happened in a conversation with Anderson Cooper on CNN. Rockets were coming from Gaza City, and we released that to the media, basically a print screen of our rocket radar, where there's a red dot where the rockets were fired from, and we can see the direction of the rockets that were fired, which go straight from where they were fired from above the hospital and then towards Israel. Many of the rockets continued into Israel and were intercepted by the Iron Dome, and one of those rockets misfired, uh, exploded, and then landed uh, close to the hospital in that uh, area of the parking area of the hospital. And uh, we, so we have, as I said, many sources of information. We don't base our, uh, our claims on one source. And as I said before, this isn't just me thinking or saying. This has been approved by the highest levels in the IDF. We stand behind it, and we will release the information so that everybody can see for themselves. Um, I am happy to be held to those standards, and I only wish uh, the other side. I'm not necessarily criticizing CNN, but I I only wish other media would hold uh, the other side, Hamas, a party to a conflict, to the same uh, professional standards of scrutiny and not automatically say, Uh, report that this was an Israeli strike on a hospital. And it took a lot of time and a lot of hard work to get those headlines changed. Uh, And I think that's unfortunate because I think it's misleading. And I think that what we're seeing around in the area now, reports of uh, marches and demonstrations and riots and violence, much of that is because of, uh, how should we say, hasty reporting and jumping to conclusions. Hasty reporting indeed. The New York Times started with the headline... Israeli strike kills hundreds in hospital, Palestinians say. 
Later in the day, they changed it to at least 500 dead in strike on Gaza Hospital, Palestinians say. And then they changed it to at least 500 dead in blast at Gaza Hospital, Palestinians say. They started with the Israel is guilty, and then as facts came out, they had to change it to something happened, we don't know yet. It didn't stop Rashida Tlaib, that Jew-hating bigot supported by Andre Carson, who won't condemn Hamas. He thinks Hamas and Israel are equal. Shame on that Jew-hater. Shame on him. I said it. I meant it. I ain't shying away from nothing. He's the guy you got to go talk to. Don't get angry with me for noticing. That's weird. It's weird to get angry at the guy for noticing. You should be angry at the guy who's saying the stuff. What a despicable person. Indianapolis votes for Andre Carson? What's wrong with you? The Democratic Party still supports... The Democratic Party... Oh. In one of the funnier things I've ever seen. They put out an email... This is what it reads. This is the headline. Hoosier Democrats join President Biden in standing with Israel against terrorism, anti-Semitism, and hate. The same Indiana Democratic Party that defends, protects, and supports Andre Carson is now going to stand with Joe Biden in standing up against anti-Semitism? Shut up. What are you doing? We see you. Handle your business. Handle your people. Get the Jew haters out. Rashida Tlaib blamed the bombing on Israel. Israel just bombed the Baptist hospital, killing 500 Palestinians. To President Biden, this is what happens when you refuse to facilitate a ceasefire and help de-escalate. She had no proof of this. She just wants to blame Israel. She just wants to ruin Israel. She just wants to destroy Israel. That's all she wants with no facts. The House should elect a speaker, then throw her off of all committees, then throw her out of Congress. That's what they should do. Speedily and in my lifetime. We have a new hottest pepper. No, not Misty Peppers. We have something that has beat the California Reaper. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I have never understood the people who love this stuff. Uh, I don't want to tell them not to live their lives. I just can't believe that they live their lives well. There is Pepper X, 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 X. It is a chili that comes from South Carolina that has now gotten the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, the title for the world's hottest pepper, beating out the Carolina Reaper. They've, I, I don't know what they did. They, did they grow this, build this, did it come out in a lab? It's been uh, shown on the series Hot Ones. Um, it has 2,693 million Scoville heat units. Now, if you didn't know what a Scoville is, S-C-O-V-I-L-L-E, that is how they measure heat. That it's, it's, 
they came up with this scale, uh, and uh, they're 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 Scovels. That's how they measure. It's a true thing. Um, I believe uh, the the Carolina Reaper was one point six four million. So this is not yet twice as hot, but still stupid hot. Like you feel it for hours, hot. Painful hot. If I understand it correctly, a jalapeno is 5,000 scovels. If I, just as a, as a matter of uh, putting it on, on the scale. A jalapeno is between two and 8,000. So I, I, I split the difference, 5,000 scovels. So, you know, uh, this is over 2 million. Best of luck to you. And there's someone who's going to be like, oh, I can handle that. I don't know why you would. I don't know why you want to. Doesn't doesn't seem to uh, make sense. But if you want to live your life that way, man, feel free. Uh, Alex on uh, Twitter X wants me to fly into Gaza to help them out. I don't. Who, who am I helping out? If, if I thought my going to Gaza would help, sure. I have some friends who are doctors who are like, the minute Israel needs me, I'm going. I'm like, I, I, I would go, but I just have no idea how a radio broadcast is going to help the Israelis. If I thought it would, I would be on the next flight. Not even a question. Not a question. I would go to be supportive. If it would help raise money for the IDF, I would go. I don't know how it will help. I think I might be in the way. But if I if, if they said no, it would help, I'd go. So I'm not sure why you sent me the 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 the, the X, the post, the tweet, whatever we're calling it these days. I assume it's that you 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 want me to not come back. I'm I'm sorry, I haven't haven't you learned? I'm I'm here to stay. And hopefully a good long time. Tony Katz ninety three WIBC, good morning. seen the video of the nun who tackles the protester it's it's kind of awesome tony katz 93 wibc good morning it's in french so i don't know if there's any language it can't be there's a nun but it's a construction site they're building a church and the environmentalists are upset over the carbon footprint of said church and so there's pushing, and someone's trying to steal stuff, and one of the guys gets tackled by a nun. I mean, they're breaking pipes and everything, and the nun tackles the dude. Um, I, I didn't grow up with nuns, so uh, I only heard about how tough they were. Uh, but I, I now now it's like respect. Just just yes, sister, and and move it. Well, salute. Moving on. Because you, know, you know the next step was that guy was getting hit with a ruler right in the knuckles. That was coming. That's crazy. Crazy town. Ah, oh, we'll put it up at TonyCats.com. Uh, also uh, I- I- important is as we are watching, 
the increase in all the anti-Semitism. This is San Francisco and Berkeley, death to Israel, death to Zionism, kill a settler, free Palestine. Um, uh, it's, It's everywhere. And then you'll see the videos on your social media feeds of people ripping down posters. And you're like, why is this happening? The posters are of people missing in Israel. Families are still looking for loved ones. So for whatever reason, they decided they'll distribute these posters around the globe. You can print them out and people put them up everywhere. They put them up in in New York. They put them up in in London. They, They put them up. And then there are these people who just gladly rip them down. And sometimes these people are wearing a hijab and sometimes not. Why would you rip down that poster? You would rip down that poster uh, if you're fine with missing, kidnapped, or dead Jews. That's it. This is happening in real time. Everywhere. Not debatable. Not something that's made up. It's just happening everywhere. Now, Biden is in Israel to meet with Netanyahu, and then the plan was to meet with uh, King Abdullah of Jordan, with Mahmoud Abbas, uh, the head of the Palestinian Authority, a terrorist in his own right, and with uh, President al-Sisi of Egypt. But those meetings got canceled because of this bombing of a hospital, which by every account was Hamas with a faulty rocket. They have a tremendous number of faulty rockets. It hit the hospital. You shouldn't put your launch sites next to hospitals, but hey, this is Hamas. Who cares? Oh, the hospital goes down, 500 people dead. Blame it on Israel. It's good for us. And of course, you'll have a sympathetic media that will go along with it, including one that says, well, even if it's not true, it changes how Israel is going to have to act. As you know, Lawrence, President Biden expressed his grief and sadness about what happened at the hospital. Um, Obviously, that changes the calculus of the trip. I mean, one of the things that was special about this trip was the fact that he was going to go to Jordan and meet with King Abdullah to meet with uh, Mahmoud Abbas of the Palestinian Authority. Uh, to meet with President Sisi of Egypt. I mean, part of what President Biden can do, and he's a great believer in personal diplomacy, is that he's hoping to quell some of the rage in the region, to speak with some moderation among Israeli, Israel's allies. And I think the other thing he wants to do, which, which John Kirby has said and which other people at the NSC have said, is he wants to talk to Bibi not only about his endgame, but about restraint about being careful about civilian casualties. That's also something a friend can do. Well, and and after this event, uh, that is an unavoidable discussion. It's one that, uh, a discussion that Israel has to be even more welcoming to after this event today. Yes, and and again, one of the- And that isn't to say that that Israel is to blame for this at all, but it, it is a matter of perception that they have to be very much concerned about. Yes. Israel isn't to blame for a rocket fired by Hamas that hit a hospital, but Israel now has to change its ways because of it. 
Amnesia of causality, as Gad Saad described it. They forget that Hamas engaged a terrorist attack that murdered 1,400 Israelis. They raped women and burned them alive. They killed families in their car, and they kidnapped babies. That's all gone. Israel has to change because Hamas can't fire a rocket. At least that's what we know from the sources. That's a very weird thing to say. That's a very strange way to act. Only Israel would be put to that level of standard. As has been reported, and I read it to you, U.S. President Joe Biden plans to ask Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu some, quote, tough questions as a friend of Israel regarding Jerusalem's strategy in the Gaza war. This, according to National Security uh, spokesman John Kirby, telling reporters aboard Air Force One. I thought that... Biden was behind Israel, that well, we had Israel's back, that uh, Hamas was a terrorist organization, that, that has to be destroyed. Now, now a tough questions asked by a friend. The other guys ran away because they don't want to have the conversation of Hamas being incompetent freaks. They don't mind that it's a pressure-filled conversation on Israel. They're cool with it. You understand how perilous Israel's position really is. You understand how close they are to total destruction every single day. Every single day. They're that close. I don't think that if Biden is asking tough questions of a friend, well, you can't do this, well, you can't do that, you don't want to do that, you need to show restraint. Show restraint. Let's show Hamas their end, and then let's show the world what can happen when terrorists don't destroy, when terrorists are gone. Why don't we show the world that? The Jew hate is very real. The Israel hate is very real. This has been, we went from, oh my gosh, what an attack uh, in the world to, look at what those terrible Israelis have done. I'm not with those people at all.